Hey, welcome everybody to Church and Other Drugs. My name is Jed. Hope everyone's having a great day out there. Uh, I am about to go to Boston for the first time. I am going to be able to see Cigarose, one of my most favorite bands of all time, uh, for the first time. I've never seen them live. I actually had tickets for them. Uh, five? No, oh my God. My time is so, like 10 years ago. Uh, and I overslept. That's that's a true story. I overslept. So it's not going to happen this time. Um, today we have everybody's favorite, Nate from Blurry Creatures. As I said at the beginning, you're not quite sure who Nate is yet. I don't know what to tell you except to point you over to Blurry Creatures, the wildly successful podcast um, about... Uh, Bigfoot, among other things, and uh, just all the bizarre things that are going on in the world right now. So I brought Nate on to basically think out loud about just what is happening in the world right now because I'm kind of going crazy. And uh, so, <clears throat> excuse me. So I hope you enjoy it. And uh, as always, send me an email, churchandotherdrugs at gmail.com, patreon.com slash churchandotherdrugs, and storefrontier.com slash church and other drugs. Oh, and I, I will be announcing this more, but um, there is going to be a bonus for patrons soon because Joey Svensson, the pastor with no answers, uh, that podcast is relaunching as uh, the mixtape era, and I am a part of that. And it has a paywall um, portion of content, and everyone that is a patron of mine will have access to all that paid content. So be on, I'll, I'll explain how to access all that when the time comes. I think it's going to be the end of August or early September, um, but uh, that's exciting. So, you know, now's a good time. Sign up, patreon.com. I know I'm a big slacker, but I appreciate every bit of support you guys give me. Um, seriously, it means the world. I'm hoping that my uh, my child will be a general in the climate wars to come and uh, will <laughs> help usher in whatever apocalypse is coming. Dude, you just launched into the, the abyss here. <laughs> I know. Talking about my, uh, well, that's my. Are we, I, are we started or, or? Yeah, yeah, we okay. started. We, okay. You know, Nate Henry, Blurry Creatures time number 10 or whatever if you're keeping <laughs> yeah. up if you don't know who he is at this point i don't know what to say i'll see you next week i'll see you next week we don't have time for dilly dallying all right we don't we don't <laughs> we don't No, yeah. um we were talking about my my upcoming baby and I, I was i have a bunch of friends i say a bunch maybe like three who uh are using the argument of, well, I don't think it's 
ethically and morally justified to like bring a kid into this world because I think the world is is screwed. Oh, I get that. I get I get it too. I get it too. Um, but I always just remember that. Um, and I don't even know if my dad remembers telling me this, but he always said that he was like, yeah, I agree with that. Therefore it's like your job to kind of even the playing field. Like there's plenty of, there's plenty of, uh, how to put it delicately. (laughs) There's plenty of, you know, kids are being born regardless. All right. Well, I mean, when, when in history was a good time, let's be real. Right. We never really was. And that's something I've learned a lot is, you know, just doing our show. It's like ancient history isn't what isn't what we think it is. There's been plenty of psyops on the population to control the narrative and everything. But history specifically, I don't think there's been a great time. Maybe in the 50s, that was a great time to raise a child. <laughs> if you were white, <laughs> like, yeah, uh, for some, yes, for some, for others, not so much. But I think um, even then, even then, like the poor, my grandma was telling me about the 50s. She said even the poor people dressed well, had a yeah. good life. It's so not I, like now, you know. Yeah, you know? I was uh, so someone this is funny. I was going down a rabbit hole of uh, lead paint. Okay. And okay. Okay. Yeah. I know where you go with this. Yeah. So the the original uh, post was about how the Romans they use lead to uh, as basically like a preservative for their wine. So they said that the average aristocratic Roman toward the end of the empire was drinking around two hundred and fifty ug of lead per day. <laughs> Okay. And so that's, that's where they're like, that was probably what contributed to Nero's insanity. Okay. So then fast forward and you have, uh, in like the, the baby boomer generation, um, back then lead paint was used on everything. Like lead is so cheap. It's so abundant. It just also happens to be incredibly neurotoxic to humans and causes all sorts of cognitive issues. Yeah. And, then it dovetailed into because it was talking about yeah like how when did things go sideways and so many people as far as american history kind of point to the vietnam war and how there was uh the rise in serial killers uh coincided with like the summer of the 70s right and Mm -hmm. like so you so you have these and they were kind of making the argument that the value of human life got started to get very twisted at that point in in the american populace i just thought it was interesting yeah yeah that's that's that is fascinating i was texting somebody the other day about ancient people and their obsession with metals they were mining metals all over the place and you know supposedly they learned that from that's what watcher technology that's where the watchers gave us this knowledge how to mine metals and Mm mm-hmm and yeah, I mean, it's interesting, right? I mean, I think ancient people also didn't have thousands of toxic chemicals dumped onto them, you know? Yeah. So their bodies were a little bit more efficient at getting those out, you know? But nowadays we have so many toxins coming at us, we can't we can't get it out. There's just, and then all the conspiracy theorists say they're spraying chemtrails on us and they're doing all kinds of weird stuff. So, I mean, I think, 
more of that's true than false. So, well, th- the modern equivalent would be microplastics. That too. Yeah. That, that's, that's going to be the thing in and aluminum. Everything comes in an aluminum can. I mean, it's, it's the same as putting everything wine and lead and aluminum is just as toxic for you. Probably not as much, but pretty bad. There was even, <laughs> I think, I think aluminum this... is responsible for Alzheimer's personally. Okay. Do you know what this is? This is, this is a complete, it's not really a complete left turn because it's talking about aluminum, but it's just, it is very funny. Uh, whenever I talk about, people in the throes of addiction and the health concerns that they worry about. So in the, in the meth community, uh, so you, you smoke meth sometimes. If you don't have a pipe, you can smoke it off of aluminum foil, tin foil. Uh, you can also smoke pills, heroin that way. But so it was common wisdom in the meth community to make sure and not smoke it. Uh, shiny side down, no, 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 shiny side down. They're like, you got to smoke it uh, shiny side up. Because the shiny side is the one that's going to give you the Alzheimer's. I, that's I'm dead serious. That, that, that is was funny. It is. It is funny. It is, it's like, hey man, yeah. don't, don't don't smoke that shiny side down, bro. What are you crazy? You gotta <laughs> smoke it shiny side up. I know. I'm eating organic. Yeah, yeah. Reese's peanut butter cups. They're better for you. You know. Oh, um, no, I, I get it. I get it. It's 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 funny how we could be so disconnected from our destructive ways. Totally. And still, we still have this, I think it's just human nature to think, well, I'm doing it the right way. I'm doing it the healthy way, you know, but, but I don't know. I don't know much about these things. That, uh, yeah. And I, um, yeah, I saw another good meme. It was, um, so I saw Oppenheimer yesterday too. So I'll, yeah. br- I'll bring that up, but it was a meme about uh, like, how did we go from this to this? in a thousand years and it showed like a horse and carriage and then it showed like a horse and buggy and then go from horse and buggy to on the moon in a hundred years and it was like <laughs> hmm what ha- what happened there um yeah that's what got me uh yeah i highly recommend going to see oppenheimer number one yeah um good oh my god well it, it's so it's just yeah good yes extraordinarily good and so good in fact and i rarely see this happen that in a a packed theater i mean just dead silent locked in for three hours right i mean it was just such a heavy heavy subject and it you know it just gets you it just gets you thinking especially um you know i mean that was the I mean, not the birth, but it was the rebirth of the modern UFO sighting era was Mm -hmm. when they started doing the nuclear tests. Yeah. And it really like the the running. The running thought I kept having watching that movie was just like, dear God, what did we do? Like this? We should. This was a mistake. This is a big mistake. Um, And. It really like the whole his whole thing uh, was about, you know, the the unseen world of like quantum physics and how like there is just this this entirely different existence in cosmos that is just existing simultaneously, but unbeknownst to us. And then here, you know, we potentially have this detonation that could have impacts in 
more than one dimension that we yeah. have no idea. I That's... could talk about I could talk about that stuff now. Yeah. <laughs> I used to not be able to I didn't know anything or thought about any of that stuff. But that's fascinating. Yeah. yeah, some people said that they they were getting knowledge from somewhere else to build that stuff. And uh obviously that's probably not going to be in a you know, historical film like that, but maybe Well, well, I mean I the the I mean you're familiar with the Jack Parsons. Yeah. Uh, Alistair Crowley stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I guess to to those that aren't the the uh Cliff's notes is Jack Parsons did he found JPL Jet Propulsion Laboratory? I don't know. He was either the head of it, found that it very important in that he was into ritual sex magic with Aleister Crowley, the, the famous occultist, probably uh, besides Anton LaVey, probably like <clears throat> the most famous occultist in history. Um, and Cal- that Caltech. Caltech. Yeah. He what's was that? a rocket engineer, chemist. Okay. Uh, and yeah so him and crowley did uh this famous ritual where they made contact with a demon who identified himself as lamb and crowley drew a picture of it and it mm-hmm. was that's where to my knowledge that's where we got the alien graves from i mean it's just a it is a drawing of an alien grave but the, the first one of that kind mm-hmm. if i'm if I'm remembering it right. So yeah, there does seem to be some crazy links between uh, the nuclear age and the occult and UFOs and all of all of that. And like the, the explosion, I mean, absolute explosion, no pun intended, of technology. At that time. At that time. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. There's a lot of UFO, you know, stories where they disarm. They're disarming these things. And you wonder why, what does that mean? And you, do you know any offhand that you can recount? <clears throat> there was a, not, a, not offhand. I've seen so many documentaries about this in the last few years, but I want to say near era 51, there was some, there was some, I think there's a video floating around where you can almost see it like a ray, like zapping, like a, like a nuclear silo. And you can see this thing kind of floating around and it turns them off. Um, yeah. I think Grush talked about that in his testimony to David Grush about mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that there was, it was either that or um, during the press conference with uh, the other bald guy. What's his name? Is that a um, green Greer? Uh, Stephen Greer or whatever. Stephen Greer. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. there was a, uh, like an ICBM facility uh where some objects disabled six of them six yeah. nuclear yeah. warhead missiles and they're like yeah uh, <laughs> um yeah and if you think about it from like let's think about it from like realm's perspective if if there are certain entities that are protecting humans and humans right to be here right which you know there's this other war going on there's this other, you know, that the Bible talks about, you know, there's many stories where angels are involved in our human affairs and mm-hmm. they're ta- they almost speak as if they're caught up in their own affairs and they're kind of helping us. And I think we, we're sort of the center of our own story. And I don't think we realize that we're in the middle of, 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 of a war of realms as it is. And human beings have just been given a, a right to be here. So we, we carry on as if we're the center of the universe, but we're not. Do you well okay so it, do you 
what do you make of then that so that and that's kind of um i'm so bad at finishing thoughts i'm gonna start over what do you make of then about the bible claim that essentially we are the center of the universe and then it is a popular uh it's not in the bible but it is a very popular narrative that demons and angels resent humankind for that fact and that is why like lucifer and other like what do you think about that do you I, not I don't think we're the crown well, jewel I think that we are made in God's image. So we're made in, let's make man in our image, right? So mm-hmm. I think Christ and Father made human beings unique. We're a unique mm-hmm. creation. Um, and the way I see it is two separate entities, right? It's a father son relationship. So, what is, you know, the people like Heiser have taught me that what does God want? What has God ultimately wanted? What is all of this? What God wanted a family? Right to mirror his own family, his heavenly, you know, he is a heavenly father, and I think we, as Christians in our realm, we don't see any association with our realm in heaven. It's almost like angels are this these different beings. They float around. They're just bringing wine to God or whatever. They're not doing anything, you know, like they're just servants, right? But I think that's that's just that's a good point. It's a very dismissive view of the angelic realm. But as we know in Genesis six. Humans and, and angels have the right equipment to get it on, and they did. Mm-hmm. And then we had all these problems, genetically speaking, for centuries. And, you know, I've interviewed people who still seen those weird things creeping around today. So lots of people. Um, it's, it's been a sort of this weird mixing. So I think we have a very elementary view of angels. And we, human beings, I think we're a lot like given a specific set of skills and um, a specific set of character traits to to succeed here, to do well here on earth. But um, it's complicated, man. I, I don't I don't know how to. It is I mean, that that it just just that one little conversation brings up so many, so many more questions um like are they I, flying ufos around i think i think some that, of them okay so that that's what i wanted so you sent me uh, a screenshot or uh, an irritation um you made a post something to the effect of uh aliens are not demons and people yeah. need to uh people need to hear that yes yeah. so where are because i don't think that was your opinion even a year ago I think you would have said I had no idea aliens were such a thing. Okay. I didn't really understand like how far back UFOs and, and alien sightings go on, right? So the I think I was more in the Bigfoot world. I was more on like Earth. I was more here. What are the weird creatures here? Let's talk about those things. And then, you know, a lot of these guys started coming on and they're like, well, Bigfoot's not a problem. Bigfoot's not our issue. Our issue is the greys abducting people and all this stuff. And I'm like, wait, what? What is happening? This abduction program's going on. And then you interview, we interviewed this lady, Diana Pasolka, Dr. Diana Pasolka. She went into the Vatican archives because she's a Catholic. She's an academic. She got access to these, these books that are off that nobody can get to. She said there's a wing in the Vatican archives solely dedicated to ufos and i'm like what 
so this is, is an old, this is an old thing this has been going on a long time so For what sure. do you so how do you okay so if you have to fit that yeah puzzle piece into a christian worldview how do you do that well like you personally me personally so yeah i don't think aliens are demons i don't think that and yeah. that's that's because demons historically speaking are more a spirit you know mm -hmm. and i think the ancients had a way better knowledge of all this by the way like we were just in an episode this week about the Feralia festival and um the festivals of pan the basically back in the day they would they would they would have these festivals to the dead they would pour out offerings to the to, to the their dead ancestors that the ancients had this framework of what happens when you die where you go and what you need to do to atone for those people they didn't believe in yahweh being the, the supreme god they believed in their gods being supreme but they still believed that their ancestors went somewhere and I don't know what happened in the last couple hundred years of why people just we we think all the ancients are just it's all you know superstition superstition and stuff so i yeah. i say all this to say is that christians i think demons historically speaking are the spirits of the dead giants they are yes they are they are yes. they were they are disembodied spirits so they are spirits that once had a body Mm -hmm. And they no longer have one, which is why they're obsessed with getting in a body again. They want to feel what it's like to feel I, human again. And a quick point out, because I don't think this fact gets said enough, is that the only, because I'm so tired of hearing like, oh, yeah, where did demons come from? Oh, well, Lucifer was an angel in the choir and he took a quarter of the angels and they fell to earth. Like, okay, where is that? Where did you hear that? Where did you read that? Like the the only actual explanation of demons is from enoch and yeah. yes it is the disembodied spirits of dead giants like that's it that's the only actual explanation from biblical Cause, or yeah because otherwise what god god created these things exactly god made these things? well and it's just not there like people assume it's it's just not there it's not in like except for like the prince of tyre like that one that's the yeah. only thing where it talks about a fallen thing and that's not even necessarily about like that that's just a, a personal pet peeve of like yeah y'all don't even know what you're talking about like, <laughs> you, but you think you do because you've just been you've just been regurgitated you, and just this was this was common knowledge back then i think yeah this is this is like us espousing about hey i went to a movie yesterday you don't you don't spend five hours in this podcast explaining what a movie is yeah and, or like and, star wars I, if yeah. i say luke skywalker you know yeah. exactly what i'm talking about yes exactly and i think the ancient world they knew these things they knew what the underworld was they knew what shale was they knew how to like crossing over was they knew that somebody something had to assure that the afterlife there were rules there were rules in their their spiritual rules versus what you know i guess christians of the day believed um but yeah it, it's 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 like the book of enoch you know like new testament writers just drop things that are only found in the book of enoch in their writing exactly so, yes so they knew so i so i all that to say is demons are a specific creature and that's why yes. i started that's why i started my podcast because i was like there's more than one creature it's not just angels and demons out there there's all this weird stuff so i was like this 
somebody needs to put this into a podcast form and, and make a flow chart here. And we, and we do episodic, you know, we try to hit the creatures and sometimes we get into like weird theology, like what is, you know, what is a, um, what is the valley of the shadow of death in, in, you know, where is that? Why is that a place? Well, it's this place with all these dolmens, which is kind of what I was talking about a minute ago, where they would go and they would worship the dead, right? And uh, oh, is that true? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, we did an episode on that. So we get into some some weird theology. Basically, we do weird theology and creature stuff. But um, but so I, you hear all these stories of alien gray aliens, which are they have none of the character traits of demons, zero. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're almost like they're almost like fleshy robots. They show up, they perform a task. People who've touched them, and I've interviewed several people who've interacted with them, touched them. They say they're like like almost like cold blooded lizards, like skin. It's very cold to the touch. They can mind speak to you. They can take you through windows. They can take you through the you know out of your house. They can manipulate things, but they're they're almost like a they're like. <clears throat> they're they're like a robot a fleshy robot for the dark realm like the, whatever they're doing and they're also performing like medical procedures they're taking samples from people blood urine yada 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 there and so you hear enough of these stories and i and i get for the listener who's like who is this guy what the heck's he talking about i've devoted my life to this this weird stuff for the last you know several years but but on the show three years and you know you hear people talk about these gray aliens and but these are just one this is just one faction there's the palladians there's the nordics there's there's all these other different type of alien creatures which some of them sound more like human beings like a like a tall better looking version of a human you know yeah that was uh that was what i recently found from the hollow earth stuff yeah was that they were just taller very good looking uh nordic folk and some people like like uh someone uh the guy that built the ark in kentucky was saying oh i don't believe in the giants i don't believe in the nephilim i don't believe they were a thing blah 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 really ken ham yeah. doesn't yeah that's hilarious like of all the things to not <laughs> of all the things to not believe in he that said that guy a- believes in Angels cannot procreate. Angels cannot mate with humans. And I was like, I just wrote in the subtext, like, what angels are you talking about? Right. I'm talking about, you know, because there are many different types of angels. Right. So what what do you know? What do we know what angels can and can't do? We have no idea. We don't even know how many there are. We know there's at least three. You know, there's like the servants. There's the seraphim. There's the cherubim. Cherubim. Yeah. Um. Uh, angel is technically a uh, it's like a class and I mean Hasatan technically if you want to get into it like that is more a position Satan is more like an assignment a role yeah it's 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 weird I think and this is this kind of goes to your point everything human beings do here we got it from somewhere else another realm Mm, everything we do I don't think we invented much of anything I think everything we do mirrors a different kingdom. Why do we have kings? Ancient history, kings and bloodlines. Where do we get all this from? Dynasties, rulers. You're the servant. I'm the emperor. You're the, you know, the king's son. We, we got all this hierarchy and all this knowledge, and we wanted to replicate how it was in heaven. And we, we, we got little bits and pieces of how it was in that realm, and we modeled it. We copied it. We're, we're just great co- copycats. 
And so I think like, why were the ancients, we, I just went to Peru. Why are they building this megalithic stuff? Why are they building with stone? Why are they building these? Well, maybe that's how they build things in heaven. These massive mansions that Jesus talks about. What are those built out of? How are they built? Are we, are we, were we trying to bring, were we trying to create it here? Well, F you God, we're going to build heaven here on earth. So I was telling somebody recently, like the ancient world, it wasn't just a moral rebellion. It was a physical rebellion, a technological rebellion, a genetic rebellion. It was like, let's rebel every way possible. Let's do every drug known to mankind, so to speak to your listeners. Let's mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. let's completely rebel against God. Let's just let's just stick it to him every way we can. And I think when you go back to places like Peru and Egypt, you can see this golden age, the remnants of this golden age when. I'm sure if we could go there, we could see what they were building. We would, our minds would be massively blown. So I think, I think the angelic world, the kingdom of heaven, it's like it's almost like our realm, but a thousand times like more fascinating, better technology, you know, more knowledge. It, it's it would blow our minds. We we think that we're just sort of the all these ideas originated with human beings. And we have a great year. And look at our iPhones. Aren't we wonderful? Yeah. And, 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 yet, and oh, it, it drives me. It drives me insane because it, it's and yet we still can't answer just the, the, the most simple of questions. Like, what is consciousness? Am I my thoughts? Uh, what is, you know, like if for everything we, we think we know, you quickly realize you don't know anything. You know just the smallest glimpse. And I think that's where people yeah. get really tripped up is conflating um, uh, air quotes like advanced, meaning like that they would have AI or a super intelligent computer. Like we are really stuck on advanced technology, meaning computers, when it could be uh, advanced metallurgy or something. That, that's why I really, I go back to it a lot, but I really loved Noah because it showed the movie Noah. It showed yeah. like a, a possible vision of this like world where they just had these crazy advanced, like he just picks up the stone uh, and it just makes this crazy fire thing. Just like, you know, you could take a Silicon Valley billionaire and drop him in the Amazon and he would be less advanced than a native tribesman who knows how to live in that world. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, I, I think people get really tripped up on that. And then at the same time, because well, because we're so obsessed with like electronics, so obsessed that I don't think the ancients needed electronics. Like if they wanted to, a lot of people say that they could communicate telepathically. Why would they need an iPhone? They could just send their thoughts to different places. Um, and there's a lot of evidence for that. I mean, I mean, we're interviewing a good guy that said Bigfoot did that to him. So <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> That that was part of um, the mind speak thing. Part of the Hollow Earth thing too was uh, the in in the book The Smoky God, which is about uh, the Norse fellow who went uh, supposedly went to the Hollow Earth with his father. He said that the the air just was supercharged with some sort of like a, he couldn't see it, but he felt the air was charged with some sort of electricity. That was like that gave him vitality and like he, he never felt better. He felt full of energy, and, but mm. he noticed that there was something about the quality of the air that there was some sort of energy through it, which there is here. I mean, that's 
There's so yeah. many magical things that we just take for absolute granted. Like the fact that, yeah. I mean, you know, there is electricity and internet in the air right now and we're just plucking it out and, you know. Yeah. I mean, the things that we know are and have control over and we're all just in this crazy psyop though, you know, it's like everything that's spiritual and magical it's kind of hidden from human beings. And I think that's by design. I think Satan is is been under the surface for a long time trying to woo people to sleep. That nothing is nothing so, is spiritual, nothing is magnificent, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. When you make the the um I was trying to think of a clever quote, but but yeah, when you make the amazing things mundane, then nothing is um nothing but is I magical. So Yeah. As, as, as far as so where I'm at with the alien thing is I am more so at that they are whatever they are, they are terrestrial. They are from this planet, either beneath oceanic or extra dimensional. Like I, I, I still, for some reason, I just don't know that I buy uh, space aliens. I and this is just currently in July of 2023, I'm leaning towards that they are terrestrial, that they are from this I, planet. Yeah, I, I get it. I think some are. I just think more, the, more and more the answer on our show is D, all the above. That's just seems, uh, that just yeah. seems to be the answer more and more. What is Bigfoot? D, all the above, right? It's, it's an animal. It's supernatural. It's a primate. It's, it's an ancient hominid. It's, yeah true it is yeah, all yes. those things you know it's a nephilim <laughs> creature yeah sure throw that in the mix too like it's really hard to put any of these things in one category one box i think some of them are from there's a lot of evidence they're under under the ocean they're coming and going they're in they go inside volcanoes they you know they're all they're seen in certain areas um we just interviewed a cop or a, an ex-military guy was saying that one was hovering over their base for 15 minutes and, they, and he knew back in the 70s and they had bigfoot coming onto their base messing with their on their runways at night like freaking out the guards because they didn't know you know here you had this military base and you have these crazy paranormal things happening because they were doing stuff there so i think our governments have been interacting with these things for quite a while there's a lot of evidence that that some of them have met with presidents world leaders they've struck up some kind of a negotiation they're underground and deep underground military bases they're running things behind the scenes there's we interviewed uh uh daniel duvall who had some crazy ideas about and i i like dan but uh just about reptilians you know being a thing just yeah i don't know about that what do you what do you <laughs> i don't know about that one i i know i know it's all sounds crazy but i think there are factions there are factions of things that we can't comprehend. And I think God uses the veil to keep us sane, keep us functioning. But I think if we, so, if you and I sat down and we watched a movie of what actually goes on in this world, we probably would walk out and throw up and freak out because we're yeah, like, is yeah. the, it, I, the human mind cannot. And I know that, we need jerk to say, oh, it's all conspiracy because we just can't take in the weird. And I, I mean, there are days, dude, I, I hang up the phone 
on these calls with people and I just like walk out and lay on the ground and just like, I don't get it. Like, I, yeah. I don't get it. I don't understand why this weird stuff is here and what is it doing and why is it so evil? <laughs> well, and I hope so. This is, this is like a dive in. So I know. And it can, no, 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 no. Cause I have to remind myself of this too. And I'm going to remind you of it too, of it can absolutely, um, it's kind of like becoming obsessed with philosophy where it is intoxicating, exciting, engaging. Um, but at the end of the day, sometimes you really just got to like step back and be like, uh, Jesus loves me. I'm supposed to love my neighbor. Um, let me go be a good person. Yeah. Like it's, you yeah. know what I mean? Otherwise, cause dude, I will, I will spiral and just really get stuck on the macro questions. And I just get so, I, I guess I get irritated that no one else is fucking thinking about this or like, like why? Yeah. Like, Oh my God. Like things could be so drastically different. We don't have to do this, this dog and pony show that we call our current like culture and society, dude. Every time I go to the gym and I just see Fox News playing, it just it. I, I'm just like, <laughs> I get the whole wake up, dude. Like, what the hell is everyone doing? Um, but you can't live like that. Like, I'm, you know, unfortunately, you can't do that 24 seven, or like you will wind what? up going full insane. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's different. It's difficult to know where to sort of draw the line on these things. I think it's important because since 2017, our government's saying we don't know what UFOs are. I get that there are UFOs that are explained away. Oh, that was just a weather balloon or that was something else. But we're talking like legitimate craft that defies the laws of physics, that's flying at rates of speed that human beings could never even comprehend. It's been going on a long time. We've, we've recovered craft. We have their technology. Guys like Bob Lazar are probably telling us the truth. Um, they are in, so what is it? Where does it come from? And the, the knee jerk reaction for most Christians is, oh, it's, it's Demons. project, it's project. Yeah. It is all smoke and mirrors. It's all holograms and it's all demons. And I'm like, yep. dude, yeah, God didn't tell you everything that's out there. That's, that's, that's not how it works. You don't have this exhaustive encyclopedia, everything ever. You just don't. And so we just go, oh, Christians are going to be very, very confused because obviously they're trickling it out. And I think at some point the dam's going to break and it's all going to come flowing out. Christians are going to poop their pants. They're not going to know what to do. Their pastor never talked about anything like this. Maybe a few have. There's a few blurry pastors and they wear our merch, which I think is awesome. <laughs> they're always like tagging us. I'm like, dude, that guy's got our shirt on and preaching a sermon. What the heck? Uh which is pretty wild considering that, that I told you that I tell you someone from my church, basically we made the connection. They're like, Oh my God, I heard you on blur creatures or whatever. And I was like, let's yeah, go. That, let's yeah, go. Someone from my, that was funny. Dude. It's so wild. I mean, I think, I think there's a hunger for it. I think we scratch a little bit of an itch in the space, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but my, my point is I care. I care. I think it's important because I think a lot of people are going to deconstruct their faith. It's going to blow up in their face. And they're going to go to the UFO religions because they're not going to know how to explain. Mm -hmm. And we've, we've been mm -hmm. arguing these, like, I think what, what I get frustrated and sounds like what you get frustrated. We have this like progressive world that argues things that don't matter. 
Like most of the stuff is invisible problems, made up problems. Who knows? Behind the scenes, you've got crazy poisoning of the population. You've got UFOs and aliens being hid from the population. You have advanced tech being used by a small portion of the population to do who knows what with it. Um, They're building stuff that they can absolutely use to enslave humanity. We have actual problems that people think are conspiratorial. But yet we're arguing over how many genders there are. And I'm sorry. It's just at this point in humanity, that's not it, that's not going to bring us down. Right. That's not, that's not our problem. It's, right. Right. But it, it's it's very cleverly weaponized, though. Like, I will give credit to where credit sure. is due. Yeah. They, they are distract- doing a bang up job of oh, just yeah. keeping people we're obsessed I, with it. Dude. Obsessed with it. Well, and, and they really like it. But it's the, not our problem. It's not our problem. Dude, it's not our problem. And if you really think, if you really, it's like, I'm just going like, to, like, if you really Peru, think Disney as a corporation gives a flying yeah, fuck about anything yeah. except a dollar or like yeah. Bud Light, if you like, you are just such. Or keeping a, their overlords happy. They care about money yeah, and keeping man, their, like, their just, overlords happy. Just. You, we, I they, know. We, I know. everyone is, are the current bread and circuses is, is, is online engagement. And if I can keep you in a yeah. digital space, arguing in circles with fucking half AI bots, half Russian troll farms, half people, yeah. it's just like, then you, you will not see that uh, the billionaire class is <laughs> taking over the world. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's it, crazy. We don't care about the problems we should. We don't even know. There are problems we don't even know that exist to be upset and enraged about. That's, like, you know, somebody yeah. sent us an article the other day that UFOs are involved in child trafficking. And I got you got to think, like, you got to think this. Like, think about all the things you have to know to even begin to entertain an article like that. Even just to read an article like this, you have to believe that child trafficking is a thing. Mm-hmm. That it goes back a long time, goes back mm-hmm. all the way back to when they were sacrificing these children to the gods. Um, that people are just missing up and vanishing. We interviewed yep. David, David, guys like David Politis, who have done all the scientific and forensic work to to prove that people are up and vanishing. State and local parks. You can look at David Politis if you want more. If you have more of an empirical mind and you need data, go to David Politis. We interviewed him. Is he, he the four one one guy? Yeah, yeah missing four one one. Nice. Okay. Yeah. 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 He's got a bunch of documentaries. He's proven that people are going missing. How are they going missing? Well, they're up and vanishing. They are literally walking from our dimension to another dimension. There's no scientific evidence that they were messed with an animal or a bear or anything. It's just they vanish. So where do they go? Which to my Christians Christians out there, Jesus did that in the Bible. Well, sure, sure. Yeah, we have this. Yeah, so I mean, there's like, there's like, odd sprinklings of precedent of like oh jesus was here and then the next yeah. second he was 10 miles away uh, appearing on a beach thing but in, yeah. yeah anyway so yeah, yeah, yeah well so and then you have to be like okay so it can't be an animal it can't be something else like that it can't be any explained thing because he goes through 12 mountains or pillars of evidence they find these people in places they've already searched Clothing is removed. There's all this weird stuff involved in his in his cases. He doesn't just pick any case. It has to it has to check the box on every single, you know, 
they did everything right and still they can't figure out what happened. And then there's these UFOs involved. So all that to say is it takes somebody years for them to be able to even read an article about that because they have to do all this back study. They look into all these things and Christians love sticking their head in the sand. And most people do. Most people just don't want to know. They'd rather, they'd rather yell about their sports team and whatever is the next thing on Netflix. But uh, I, I, I don't know. I just got to a place where I was either going to abandon my faith or I wanted God to show me, okay, what is this story? What's going on here? And I and to go all the way back to the beginning of the episode, the reason I say humans aren't the center of the story is because there was something going on before we got here. True. There was things going on before we got here. Human beings were, you know, picked for a purpose, put here, and we have this veil that keeps us sort of functioning. And then there's a lot of prophecy of what's to come, things coming down the pipe. So we're, it's like a snapshot of a character I think Star Wars, you know, there's this planet, there's this, there's this secondary story happening on this planet with these things, and there's other stuff going on in the galaxy at the same time. I think mm. more and more, more and more that humans are important, but like in the, the land of the Lord of the Rings, maybe we're just the hobbits that have this task and we're simple creatures and we're supposed to defeat evil in this simplistic way we don't have all these supernatural tool belt to fight mm. galactic galactic wars yet or something but we are we're made for a design for a specific purpose it seems like we're one of many characters and we have these skills but we're not high up on the totem pole yeah at least yet, yet. at least yet. yeah yeah because it seems a- yeah it seems that uh the whole redeemed creation thing is where you know we get these glorified bodies and whatever that means and my kid just rick rolled me oh my yeah nine, my, my nine-year-old just sent me a rick roll meme <laughs> how did how wait, how did he get you like was it a, did you click on a link did he get he you text, up? Uh, my, he texted me i'm like from my kid i got all these texts from my kid i thought it was something important it's it's literally rick roll never gonna give you up <laughs> that's amazing I'm very, I'm very proud of him. So that that is that is being sucked back into our world and laughing and forgetting yeah. the alien narrative and like at the end of the day, my kids just sending me memes. But that uh, is a that is a perfect sorry. encapsulation. I mean, it really is. It's just like yeah, at the end of the day, we're just gonna get rickrolled. But but I get that you know I'm in a very. I'm in a very niche space. Yes, and you're but, in an, you're inundated with it. Yeah. That's why, like, don't forget to like come up for air. I do, I do. I come out and I try to, I try to laugh at the memes, and I don't talk to a lot of people about what I do as much anymore because I don't even know where to start. It's right. Like, I don't know how you really, yeah. Like, what do you do for a living? I'm like, I don't uh, know. <laughs> they're like, what? I'm like, uh, yeah, I do that. a podcast. What's it about? Well, uh, well, uh... <laughs> but dude, like, what? Yeah. But in some ways, I, I didn't, you know, it's it's like that old Hobbit quote, you know, if you like, be careful when you set out on a journey or whatever, one foot gets in, you never know where you're going to be swept off to. In in some ways, starting a podcast like this was like, it was like a, a digital, you know, road to Mordor, where mm-hmm. if you want to know, <clears throat> if you want to have some kind of idea why all these crazy events happened in history, you kind of have to get some context 
And I love the Book of Enoch you brought up earlier because it gives you a lot of context. Whether you believe it's inspired or not or whatever, it should have been in the Bible, it doesn't matter. It's, it's something that the ancient writers of the Bible read. They knew it. They knew everything of the time. It helped them shape their worldview. It helped them understand geopolitical nature of what was going on at the time, what was coming, what, what happened before, what the days of Noah meant, you know, and I think Christians are afraid of information. We are afraid. We are afraid that if we read something, we're going to get sucked in and we're going to lose our faith. Well, your faith wasn't much to begin with, you know. All, all, all you needed was some Grand Hancock documentary to spill in front of you and you're going to lose your faith. Well, and, and I guess what continuously bolsters that worldview for me is that so many people arrive at the exact same conclusion. They just use different words. Graham Hancock believes in the Enoch worldview. Whether he does. He, whether he understands that or not, that's what he is talking about. Randall Carlson, same thing. Uh, ancient aliens might as well have been called Nephilim the series. Like, I mean, it's that's where everybody's talking about the same thing. To me, that just means it's probably true based on a true story. A hundred percent. It it doesn't. We do not. Like you said, we do not have a history of making up shit that didn't come from something in reality. We just don't. We just don't. It's never happened. We always have a frame of reference. Yeah, we we we're not very original. We're not, and basically what we're what we're referencing is is Graham Graham Hancock put out this series on Netflix called Ancient Apocalypse, and it basically says there was these there was these dynasties around the world. They were building the same thing, and they all seemed to have been wiped out at the same time. And they how did they get all this knowledge to build similar things all over the world? And guys like him have sort of the serpent at to, on the top of their religion. Like Satan is really was trying to give humanity knowledge, trying to help humanity. And it was God, the God of the Bible, who's the enemy. The God who said, no, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. And they all have, you know, they sort of have this serpent imagery all over the world. You can see it. They were building serpent mounds here. I was just in Peru. You see serpents all over the ancient megaliths. It's like this serpent worship. So... To say, oh, religion or non-religious, it's like I'm non-religious. It's like, well, that is a that is a <laughs> that is a privilege to be non-religious, right? Because right. no nowhere else in history people were non-religious. I, I think there were very few people or times when that was actually the case. Most people were were fighting their god versus your god and And that was that was how it was and i would argue that those people are religious just about like either they are the god in their story or money is the god in their story or power is the god in their story or atheism is the god in their story like you you know a simple uh uh, um therapist told told me this a while ago is like look at your calendar and what you spend your time on is what you worship. And I was just mm. like, well, I wish you wouldn't have told me that. You know, I mean, it's just true, though. Like you, you're kind of a disciple and an acolyte of the things that you spend the majority of your time doing. Mm. So mm. to say you're not religious because you don't believe in a uh, the flying spaghetti monster as Reddit so casually likes to make fun of God. It's like and yet you are so freaking committed to your all important 
knowledge of science, this altar of science that I'll follow the science. Like, well, number one, homie, so science is a method of uh, obtaining information. It is not a belief system. Like, well, as Heiser Heiser says, right? He said, science can only tell you what happens in this realm. Mm. It can't tell you what happens in the other realms. And based on the Bible, there are other realms. And based on guys like Graham Hancock, there are other realms. They based on science, there's other realms. Like well, we're there, but but it can't. You know, it can it can explain what we can taste, touch, and examine, and put our hands on. Sure, it can't. Science can't tell us anything about a ghost or you right. know, a disembodied demon or an angel encounter or whatever it is. And I've heard so many of them now that I'm like, okay, <laughs> all these people aren't crazy making this stuff up. Yeah, that's. That's yeah, the overwhelming it, it is easy to dismiss people in a vacuum and one on one be like, well, I just think you're crazy. But yeah, you, there's just there's too much. There's too much information. It's it's kind of like the um uh people that people that it's a joke, but it's also like that, you know? Uh people that trip on Benadryl, they see the hat man or the laughing Indian. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking everyone. Everyone, everyone has seen that. I have seen that. What the hell is that? You know, yeah. how how could how could a chemical affect every single unique person's biochemistry the exact same way so that you see the exact same hallucination and it just happens to be an entity with in with with a very specific look and personality. Like that's some crazy crazy stuff. Yeah, I mean it and and that's just what people see when they're tripping. I mean, people right. see. I mean, and people that, see these things sober. Right, and and that's. I mean, I'm a like, I'm a big proponent of like, I, you know, I don't I don't. You can. It's obvious when like you can tell things are drug induced versus oh, am I just operating at a different factory setting now? And I like you're wearing 3D glasses, and all of a sudden the the you know, the screen is three dimensional. It's like, that's, I kind of do lean more toward that way that like, perhaps, you know, it's just like insects look at a flower and they see, uh, you know, a hundred different colors that we don't yeah. see. And it's just all about perception. So if you take something that alters your perception of reality, then perhaps all you're doing is you're just seeing something that's you can't normally see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it 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 kind of makes me go back to the garden of what human beings were able to perceive and not perceive before we had knowledge, right? So, you know, the more that I kind of get into just in my forties, and I actually am just like, I pull myself out of this just very rational, you know, nuts and bolts way of seeing the world. Think about the story of the garden and, and whatever you're at. Imagine that there was this place and it was kind of like utopia and human beings were there and we could hang out with God. It was not a problem. We could see God. We could handle it. We could, we could fully take that in. And there were other entities there too. I think the serpent imagery is, is, is always trying to explain that there were different entities in the garden with us. So human beings, God yeah. and other entities, we're all interacting. The realms are 
one. Heaven and earth, there's, there's, there's a bridge, and we can go back and forth. There's no disconnect. There's no – so if you think about – if you think about that and you don't explain it away and you don't think about it like a movie, you think that was an actual time, there were actual trees, there were actual entities hanging out with us. That's a place that maybe is buried somewhere in this world now or it's hidden in Antarctica for you hollow earth people. Um, oh, yeah. Think about that and then try to work your way forward. I think we were kind of told, well, that was a that was that was a myth. Every ancient story started like that. Why? Why did yeah, they all talk why? about a garden? Why? Why? Where do they get that from? And think about the tree of knowledge. What was that? What did that do to the human brain? What did that do to our psyche? And when we do drugs, are we sort of flickering back and forth between our old, our old abilities and our, in our current state? Are we like triggering? It's like throwing a bunch of wires into a charge. And sometimes you get connections that you're not supposed to have, you know, um, you're, you're, you think about it that way. Like you're tapping into things that you used to maybe have, and now you don't, it's like something like that going on. Yeah. I mean, there's so, and there's even if if you if you just open up the possibility that these things can explain each other. There's so many things that I'm like, hmm. Like for instance, like the the science that the evidence um, that uh, human brains all of a sudden outgrew the birth canal, and it was like that doesn't make sense uh, in in the animal kingdom. Like basically. The, the human, whatever happened at some point, for some reason, the brain capacity, like seemingly overnight, you know, just outgrew the, the human birth canal. So you had to have these soft skulls. Otherwise, humans couldn't get out. Every other animal, there's room and they, they can make it out. But all of a sudden, so it's like, did, it was that the moment at which like people got this, uh, and 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 how it, you know in the scripture it says like now you'll have pain in childbirth. It's just like there are the, there are these interesting little like hmm, mm -hmm. maybe all these things are pointing to something that is is the same. Like we're all telling the same story. And to me, at least the 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 hardcore science thing is you are putting your head in the sand to the idea that you are mortal. You do not know how, why is there something instead of nothing? You cannot answer that question. And if you think it is, if you're, you were just whistling in the dark, thinking that there are no eternal consequences, like to your decisions or your actions, you know, it's like, that's a scary, like we live in the most insane movie possible. Yeah. And to just explain it away, just to hand wave it as like, well, yeah, there was this big bang and okay, cool. Like, what about before then? Like, like come yeah. on, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is, there, there is, um, it's like, I tell this to people all the time, you know, how you go to the, like, you go into a major city and there's a guy sitting in the corner and he's got the, he's got, he plays the game with you and like, where's the ball or where, where is the card uh -huh. and he's shuffling around? That's the game of life. And we know that from the garden that, that Jesus says all the time, do not be deceived, do not be deceived, do not be deceived. 
who's doing the deceiving? And mm. science is, in some ways, you'll say science, it's, it's a lazy man's way of saying, I'm just going to let other people think for me. I don't want to think for myself because, like you said, we had lead pipes for years. They knew lead was toxic since like the 40s. And guess what? They didn't outlaw it for another like 40 years. Finally, they did. So science told us it's fine. It's okay. But there were people who said, oh, no, my grandma drank out of them lead pipes. She went nuts. I ain't drinking out of them lead pipes. And guess what? Who Whose friends called? You're a conspiracy, conspiracy theorist, George. Just drink yeah. out of the pipes, right? Or, yeah. or whatever it is, right? Like there's always a small group of people who thought for themselves, challenged the narrative, and they were right. They were right. And it wasn't embraced as a whole. And I think that same stuff goes on today. It's just lazy man's way of approach. So we have now the system telling us aliens and UFOs are here in some capacity. Now, I don't know. I don't have all the answers. And these are all just my opinions, by the way, based on what I've heard. I don't know what they are, where they come from. But I do know it's not a simple answer. It's not mm. an easy one. This technology exists. They're building stuff somewhere and they're flying it through. And, and I don't know. I and don't. I, I need I need the people to hear this, that what he just said, this that is not a conspiracy theory. That is a fact in today, July 23rd, yeah. 2023. It is a fact that the United States government acknowledges the existence of these things okay so like that's not that that's that is the statement that i don't think people have just even swallowed it's like just sit on that for a second that your government has said yes these things are real you need you need like a roses are red violets are blue kind of like you know, little like rhymes. UFOs are real. How about you? Something yeah. I don't know. Roses are red, and our government red. knows too. Yeah, and our government. Yeah, UFOs are real, and the government knows too. <laughs> it's like it's like that's yeah, where we are. Yeah, yeah, that's where we are. But here's the thing: it's not a new thing. Like I said, the Vatican's been documenting this for a long time. You know, we have stories of aliens, art aliens, angels being held up when they're trying to get from point A to point B. That's a yeah. Biblical, that's a biblical. That 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 yeah, man. The, the, that's so, one of my favorites. So, you know, this idea that like angels can just materialize wherever and do whatever they want. And they're basically like little Jesuses. It's like, I don't I don't think so. I think they're limited like we are. They have better skills. They have more advanced uh, technology and bodies and whatever. But they're kind of like us. Right. So they have to get around. You know, they have to move from point A to point B. Why is that so hard to understand? Why, why do we just think, oh, they're just floating around and have wings and they can fly and they can do this and that. It's like Maybe. popular culture. Yeah. Popular culture. And like I, probably just the description of wings. I well, mean, that sounds like a medieval view. That doesn't sound like exactly. Well, but it's, but it's, it's stuck. I mean, these views have stuck. Most things stuck from the medieval. I mean, time. how many, how many people think cherubs are chubby little babies? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> they ain't, oh, yeah, they're not. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, they're not. Uh, and, and they 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 can move so they can get from point A to point B. So yeah, so so the harder questions is is how does this fit into your faith? How 
Jesus explained. And I think that's why Jesus says he's the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, because there are Lords. There are Kings. There are principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, places, weird S-H-I-T out there. And you just have to realize that the Bible kind of says above all of this is the son of God. Yeah. And I got this. And that's why you need him. Because if we could peer behind the curtain, if we could see the Wizard of Oz, we would all poop ourselves. I think we would. And I think this podcast I've been on is just a little peering of like, I kind of want to see what's back there. Well, that didn't, I mean, people died when they saw, like when they saw, yeah. they died. They just dropped dead. That, yeah, it's like, there's it's so like many, such an Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, just, they're just, just like, dead. I, I'm going to just peek behind this curtain real quick. Oh, dead. Because I saw it. <laughs> Yeah. They had ropes tied to them in case they died so they could drag them out. Like that, that <laughs> That's so wild, dude. They had bells on them. Hey, are you you still okay in there, Eli? Ah, oh, dang it. Do you, you get the Do you get the impression when you read the Bible now that it is if you read it more like a science fiction book that it's that is true? It makes more sense. Think about it. Like human beings, we were created, we were put here, and then all this supernatural stuff in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Yeah. Constantly wild, crazy stories. The modern human goes, oh, these are just, these people were superstitious and they made, and this is how they explain their their culture and their story. Mm-hmm. And we do that to everybody in from like a Western point of view. But the rest mm-hmm. of the world doesn't think that way. Like I talked to this guy in Peru. He had these little gnome dolls. This is one story. And I'm walking out of Ojante Tambo. We just saw a bunch of this giant stuff. And this guy has these little gnome dolls. And I go, hey, have you seen the little people? Because it's like a running joke on our show. And he goes, oh, yeah, the Duendes. And he goes on to tell this story about these little people that live in the mountains. And he's seen them. And they, they, they look just like gnomes. And he saw, 18, he saw them 18 years ago. And they live in the mountains. And they, and they do their little thing. And I'm like, that's where we get the gnome Lord yeah from. yeah i mean yeah it came from somewhere but this guy's uh, a matter of fact it wasn't even like yeah he's looking that, at me like who cares bro yeah, yeah like every, everyone knows they're out there yeah like, what are you what are you stupid <laughs> and i'm just that's laughing. great yeah because <laughs> oh, i'm like that's... this is so fascinating the way the non-westerners see the world and see the cosmos and see it um that's a lot but i just think that maybe try reading the bible and thinking all this stuff happened. It actually happened. And then you don't have, you have to sort of change your sort of your belief problem. It's like you come into the scriptures, you come into the story with all this prejudice. It's like Ken Ham. He comes into the story thinking it's impossible for angels to mate with humans, blah, 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 blah. He has all this preconceived ideas, and then he reads the story, and he comes to this crazy explanation that's not even in the text. Yeah, The sons of Seth or whatever, it says yeah. the sons of God mated with the daughters of men. Why would it distinguish a daughter of man? Why would it say the sons of man mated with the daughters of men and created yeah. this hybrid race? It, it says a different, it's two different characters, and he can't. He can't read it that way because he's so programmed. And I think we're all programmed. UFO, alien, Hollywood. That's how we're programmed. That's what mm-hmm. we think. That's how we see it. There's no possible way any of this stuff is true. It's like you have to 
I don't know what you have to do. It's like it's almost like you have to have a supernatural experience yourself. You have to see something. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. You have to see a DMT elf. You have to see Bigfoot. You have to see a an angelic being. You have to have a Wendigo chase you out of the woods. You have to have a demon possessed friend chase you or or see him manifest and start squirming like a snake. Or you have to watch a UFO fly over your house and land and beam a light and suck somebody out of a window or whatever. I think that is the that is sort of the gift of the paranormal is the people who've had these experiences do they don't have a belief problem. Yeah. They they have a what is this stuff problem. Yeah, they they're left to wrestle with oh crap. It, yeah, it's kind of a burden. Yeah. But, but that 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 is, seems to be your and I's battle is that you have all these people that haven't had a paranormal experience and they're sitting outside throwing stones like you guys are idiots, conspiracy theorists. And we're like, dude, like we're past that. Like, are they taking pe- kids and UFOs? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> this is a problem, right? Oh, man. Like this, the, the, the mental gymnastics is I think I'm way down too far down the road. I know I've yeah. lost you. I can see it in your eyes. Oh, no, 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 not at all. No, um, this was great. I love these. Um, I always yeah. feel like afterwards, I'm like, dude, I don't know what you think your listeners think of me. Oh, dude, no, everyone, everybody knows, everybody knows, everybody's in. bought it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why I love, like, this is exactly like when <laughs> I, when I say, I just texted Nate, I was like, yeah, I need some more Nate. And I mean, this is exactly what I needed. I was like, I need to, <laughs> I need to get yeah. out my, uh, thoughts about the world dude lately um so this is awesome and we'll, do you we think will... they're do you think they're coming from the hollow earth i don't know the hollow earth fascinates the crap out of me lately that's i i'm gonna put the episode that i talked about it up um right after this uh yeah it's just that's a that's a fun one that's a fascinating one. so the, the fall the fall brothers produced a documentary on the hollow earth have you seen that one i have not f-a-l-l or f-a-u-l-l f-a-u-l-l okay yeah no, yeah, I, I want to. I watch think it. we're get, we're we've been texting one of them to come on the show and talk about. It. They produce a documentary about the Hollow Earth. Oof. It's more of a it's more from a Christian perspective, but um, I'm gonna look it up, dude. Um, send me an email, church and other drugs at gmail.com, patreon.com slash church and other drugs, and storefrontier.com slash church and other drugs. And Nate, do your thing. Yeah, if you like the blurry verse. Come on down, blurrycreatures.com, or search Blurry Creatures in anything. We're on, we have most social handles at Blurry Creatures except TikTok. We don't really do the we don't really do the TikTok because I think it's spyware. So stay away from the spyware. Even though it's probably all spyware, I know yeah. that's spyware. I know yeah. that's well, yeah, spyware. exactly. There's no there's no uh, plausible deniability with that one. Yeah. So uh, hop into the Blurryverse. I don't do this style on our show. I more ask questions. I don't really present a lot of opinions. And all these things are my opinion. What I've come to over the years, I'm a little more off the cuff on episodes like this just to make it more fun and interesting. And it, it, you, I, you I make it. everybody comfortable. <laughs> I bring out I bring out, bring the, out real. the juice. I do that, that predator poster in the back just makes it's me sick. makes me a little <laughs> bit like that that's uh that's the original uh well, Bigfoot has that predator ability. He can just phase out. Like predator. it's, it's. I have, I have predator and Westworld. So that's a pretty good. Uh, I'm uh, intimidated. I'm just like this, this predator face staring at me the whole time. I gotta talk. 
I always forget about that. It's like, hey, Doctor Heiser, thanks for coming on the show. I think, like, uh, <laughs> what is yeah. in the background there? Good Jed? stuff. Good stuff. At least I didn't call you Jed this time. So there's yeah, that. yeah, Doctor right. Jed Burton. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for.